You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as our guests walk us through the truth of God's Word and teach us the Bible. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hello, everyone. Glad you're back with us. My name is Tim Webb. I'm here with David Klingler and uh, with our Teach Me the Bible podcast. And uh, David, 52. This is number 52. We're doing this a year, and uh, I can't believe it. <laughs> I just, I, I, I know we want to jump into, you know, explaining parables, but uh, what a blessing God's given us to just be able to be a part of this. So thank you for hanging in here with all that you do, and you're coming and going all over the place teaching. And and so uh, one of my prayers is that uh, you don't get caught up in thinking about where you're headed to teach and run off the road or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. While you're uh, traveling. I've learned to text and to look at the computer and to drive. <laughs> yeah. That's what, uh, and that's what concerns my, me. And steer with my knee <laughs> yeah. and eat uh, donuts and drink coffee. I, I can do it all. It's the only time I can multitask yeah. is when I'm driving back and forth. Uh, the, from that's Dallas, the but, part. Uh, that's the drives yeah. my prayer life right now. So no, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, this is uh, number fifty-two, and and so thankful we get to be a part of of just this um, getting the word out. So today, though, we're going to pause and uh, discuss what parables are. What? Why would Jesus even need to use them? Right. What's their purpose in the text and the story? And so to help us understand. And so let's uh, spend some time doing that, if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. So parables are fascinating. One of the, uh, the you know, we probably are familiar with many of mm-hmm. the parables that Jesus uh, taught. Uh, I'm sure that everyone who's probably listening to this podcast is not this; they're not new to church. Mm-hmm. Um, they've probably heard of the parable of the of the lost son, uh, you know, in in the Luke chapter 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're just uh, the sower goes out to sow seed. They've heard that parable, so we, we we've heard the parables. Um, and we tend to interpret them through our theology or try to ask questions like, uh, who's saved, right? The, the sower goes out to sow seed. Who's saved? Well, um, uh, we, we try to address it theologically. But parables have a function in the gospel. So Jesus certainly told the parables, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a historical situation that's being recorded by each of the gospel writers. Now, the parables show up in the synoptics, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, right? Mm-hmm. And the, Jesus begins to teach in parables when Israel rejects him. So Israel rejects, uh, and so it, so the Lord's response is to teach them, Israel, in parables, but then he explains his parables to his disciples, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you'll get an explanation in the text, or uh, when the parables introduce, uh, the, you know, the kind of the black letter section will mm-hmm. tell you this right, is the reason the parable yeah, right. is here, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and so, so the parables are addressing a situation that's happening in the gospel or you know, as Jesus interacts with these mm-hmm. different uh, different characters, and so uh, I always tell students if you have a character in the parable that isn't represented by a character in the story, mm-hmm. you've got a problem, right? right? right. Um, so the, the the people in the parables are going to carry the theology of the people standing there listening to Jesus, right? Right. Uh, one of my favorites, you know, in the, I, I love this one. This is so, because it illustrates it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Gospel of Luke, you've got different character groups that kind of go through the book. There's mm-hmm. always Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, the, all, the disciples are always there with him, right? And then often you have two other groups. Well, there's three, the multitudes, they come and go. Right. Uh, but you'll have the Pharisees and the scribes, mm-hmm. and you got the outcasts or the, the sinners and the tax gatherers, yeah. right? And so most of the interaction, Jesus is healing the sinners, the tax gatherers, they're coming near to him, mm-hmm. he's receiving them, and the Pharisees have a problem with Jesus receiving these tax gatherers and sinners. Right. Uh, there's one group. Uh, now, these guys kind of make up the nation of Israel. In, in this nation of Israel, there are some who don't think that they have any sin. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't recognize that they are sinners in need of a physician. Uh, that mm-hmm. comes from earlier. Mm-hmm. And there are those who recognize they do, right? Uh, that they're not righteous. And so they do need uh, a, a Christ. And so there's this... Uh, uh, and so um, you're going down through chapters. Uh, this is actually in the Gospel of Luke. Right, these parables mm-hmm. uh, start to show up back there around chapter eight, Israel's rejection. Uh, but now we're out here in chapter eighteen, right? And so um, it uh, it he said he told this parable to certain ones who trusted in themselves mm-hmm. that they were righteous and viewed others with contempt. Well, that's the Pharisees. That's mm-hmm. what they've been doing through the whole book. Right, right. And so, this uh, parable—we we'll put that in air quotes. This parable mm-hmm. is pretty direct, mm-hmm. and so you got you got to envision this, right? So you got uh, Jesus there, and he's got these Pharisees sitting there with him, and you got the tax gatherers sitting there with him, and uh, and uh, he's going to tell this parable about certain ones, and he kind of looks over there to the Pharisees group, and he says, uh, <laughs> "Now let me tell you a parable, right?" Uh, and, and and you know Luke kind of sits in there and says, now he was saying this to certain ones who trusted in themselves that they were righteous. Right there. <laughs> and viewed the others with contempt. Yeah. Okay, and in case you missed it, Jesus yeah. says, uh, two men went up to the temple to pray. One, a Pharisee. And you can just see him looking over there to the Pharisees. Yeah. One was a Pharisee. <laughs> uh, and the other, a tax gatherer. And he looks over here at the tax mm-hmm. gatherer. Now the Pharisee stood up and was praying thus to himself. I thank you, God, that I am not like other people, swindlers, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax gatherer. And he kind of looks good. Even like you. you I fast twice a week. I pay my tithes. uh, But the tax gatherer, Mm -hmm. the tax gatherer was standing at a distance away and was unwilling to even lift up his eyes to heaven. And behold, he was beating his breast saying, God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, I tell you this, uh, that this man, the tax gatherer, Mm went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and everyone who humbles himself will be exalted. Right Now, now that story ends with this statement, everyone who humbles himself will be exalted, everyone who mm-hmm. exalts himself. That, that, that's actually already shown up back in chapter 14, beginning mm-hmm. this whole section. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's exalting themselves? Well, the Pharisees. Well, right. What's going to happen to them? They're going to be humbled. Yes. How are they going to be humbled? Uh, well, they're not going to be in the kingdom, right? Right. Um, this goes back to the rich man and Lazarus mm-hmm. story, or you get examples. So my point is that that the parables function in the gospel to move the plot of the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus is going to tell uh, the the, uh, the, par- the 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 parable. Um, in back in chat, we talked about the 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 uh, the, the parable of the lost son. Well, that's the one we remember, but there's actually three parables told back to back that answer a question mm-hmm. that is raised at the beginning of chapter 15, right? Mm-hmm. Chapter 15, the question is, all the tax gatherers and the sinners were coming near to Jesus to listen to him. Mm-hmm. And the Pharisees and the guys were grumbling, saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. 
And so he told them this parable saying. So the situation is addressed by a parable. Mm -hmm. He told them this parable saying. Got a response of their grumbling. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so this, so this story, but then uh, we say, well, there's, there's actually three parables in this, uh, in this, this uh, section, in this, Mm -hmm. uh, in this response. Uh, If you have a red letter Bible, I jokingly tell students, like, if you don't have a red letter Bible, you need to get one because, uh, you know, when these gospel writers wrote it, they had a, a, a black pen and then mm-hmm. they stopped when Jesus talked, they put a red pen in Greek. <laughs> <laughs> but it does help you see it, right? It does. Uh, and so I'm sitting here looking at this uh, red letter English Bible and in verses four, all the way down through really chapter uh, 15, verse 32, mm-hmm. it is all red mm-hmm. except for three words in verse 11, and he mm-hmm. said... So these are three parables back to back that answer this question: Why do you receive tax gatherers and sinners? Mm-hmm. And his answer basically is because I value what God values, and you value what God doesn't value. Mm-hmm. You value money, and you value possessions. God values sinners mm-hmm. who repent. Right? You throw a party uh, when your possessions are found. You throw a party when your cash is found. God throws a party when sinners mm-hmm. are found. Right. And in that last story, uh, there is a man standing there, the father, um, who rejoices when the sinner returns to him, mm-hmm. just as Jesus is doing. Uh, and there is a character in the parable that is grumbling mm-hmm. because the father receives sinners who repent. Mm-hmm. Well, this is exactly the point, right? Uh, and so we we interpret um, the parables in light of the narrative as the narrative is progressing. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Pharisees understand this. Oh, absolutely. Everybody there understands who absolutely. he's calling out. Yeah. So. And in fact, the, 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 then he says, uh, and he was also saying to his disciples, right? So that's mm-hmm. chapter 16, verse 1. So yes. he tells the parable to his, uh, you know, to address these Pharisees grumbling. And then he turns to his disciples. He says, uh, now let me tell you a parable. Yeah. Okay, now who's the parable for? Uh, mm-hmm. He was also saying to his disciples, right? So you interpret this parable, understand this parable is Jesus ta- instructing his disciples, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, um, uh, and he explains that you can't serve God and money. Mm-hmm. Well, who's doing that in the book? Well, the Pharisees claim to be doing it, but they're not. You have to serve one or the other, mm-hmm. right? Uh, response to this parable that he told to his disciples. Now, the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, were listening to these things, and they were scoffing at him. Yeah. And so he said to them, yeah. I got another story so for here you. Here we go. <laughs> right? He's full of stories right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I got a story for you, right? Yeah. Uh, those who are seeking to justify themselves mm-hmm. in the sight of God. You know, in other words, he's going to go right back, uh, right into the rich man and Lazarus story, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the man who elevates himself because he thinks he's part of God through his money, through his DNA, and he's not, Mm -hmm. right? And so the point is that these parables all the way through function in the story to move the plot. Now, what Mm -hmm. we do is we make them about theology. We we interpret them in isolation, and we interpret them with our theology, Mm -hmm. right? And often what happens is then the parable becomes part of you know, a justification of some belief system that you hold today rather than understanding what Jesus is doing mm-hmm. is responding to the belief system then held by the Pharisees or the disciples or the mm-hmm. tax gatherers or sinners or whoever it is. He's telling the story to make the point in the book, and that mm-hmm. point in the book um, contributes. Now, um, that's how the author is using the parable in the book. Now, Jesus there during the day, uh, it's just like us, right? 
um, let's say that you you're going, yeah, I was doing something, you know, um, I was, uh, you know, you're having this discussion with someone, and they say, oh yeah, that reminds me of a story. Well, the story you're about to tell makes the point of the discussion, yes. right? Yes. Uh, it's not timeout, and now uh, you know time for silly songs with Larry. Mm-hmm. The, remember that back <laughs> yes. in Veggie Tales, oh, right? Gosh, yes. <laughs> the point of the story, you know, the, the, this is the point where Larry comes out and sings yeah. a silly song. Yeah. You know, it has where nothing to do with anything. Yeah, yeah, where's my hairbrush? Right? Yeah. Where is my hairbrush? Where? Now back to the story. the story. This is not a where is my hairbrush right. thing. This this story yeah. directly relates to what's going on. Uh, if you don't know Veggie Tales, you need to go see yes, this. Uh, you know, I get most of my theology from Veggie Tales, right? That's, that's some good stuff there. At least some of them are. But anyway, so that's the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story makes the point that is uh, that Jesus is dealing with in the situation that's being recorded by by mm-hmm. the gospel writers, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and so when we're dealing with parables, that's what we need to be thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and so this will help us when we get to uh, passages like. Um, uh, Matthew chapter 13, for example, the sower mm-hmm. who goes out to sow seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and you've said this many different times, don't get so caught up in the red part and you miss the little black phrase right there. Absolutely. So because it, because you wonder, who's this applying to? Absolutely. So, yeah, and this is just how we read, yeah. right? I mean, it happens in the New Testament, it happens mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. Um, there's a There's this passage... Way, I mean, we're way back in Genesis chapter fifteen, right? Yeah, way back. Uh, so, so we're going way back <laughs> way in Genesis back. chapter fifteen. Uh, uh, Abram has asked uh, the Lord. The Lord has promised Abram that uh, through him all the nations will be blessed, mm-hmm. and, and clearly Abram understood that to relate to the seed, the promised seed that's being tracked from Genesis mm-hmm. chapter three mm-hmm. on. Uh, and uh, the problem here in Genesis chapter fifteen is Abram had no seed. Mm-hmm. Right? He, he brings it up to the Lord. The Lord says. Do not fear. I am your shield. Your reward will be very great. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, what's my reward since I don't have seed? Right. I mean, we're talking about blessing the nations, all this stuff, and Lord, you need to get to work. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, since uh, this one Eliezer of Damascus is my heir, and he says, he will not be your heir, but one will come forth from your body, and he will be your heir. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and so um, Jump down a little bit. Abram asked this question, Lord, how will I know uh, that I shall possess it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How will I know that these th- that I will possess the land? You know, mm-hmm. uh, I will give you a seed. I will make you a multitude. Your descendants will possess the land. He says, Lord, how will I know that this is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Now, the scene that ensues, uh, the Lord responds by giving him this, uh, you know, this this vision he causes the sleep to follow over mm-hmm. him and all this stuff mm-hmm. and this sacrifice. This whole vision is given to Abram to answer the question, how will I know these things are so, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's a, it is to make the point of the question. The question that what follows the question makes the point of the question. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. totally. Yes. Uh, and so the same thing is going on in the Gospels. Mm-hmm. We do it all the time. Uh, you're watching a movie, you know, Someone at the end of the scene, something happens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this always happens. We're, we, me, you, and I've been watching Longmire, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was watching Longmire yesterday, and, and something happens at the end of the scene. Okay, at the end yeah. of the show, they always cut it off. Cut it okay? right there. Well, where it starts with the next scene is where the last one left off, right? Mm-hmm. What happened? Well, let me tell you. Yeah. And here starts the new scene, yeah. right? Uh, and this is a, this is just the way story works. It's the way narrative right. works. But for whatever reason, we come to the Gospels and we come to parables, and we make them about mm-hmm. you know. Some mm-hmm. theological, you know, truth out there. Out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's saved? Who's not saved? Um, 
parable of the sower who goes out to sow seed, who's saved and who's not saved. What does that have to do with that? Uh, where we are at this point in uh, the Gospel of Matthew, for example? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We've gone through here. The promised Christ mm-hmm. of Israel has repre- presented himself to Israel. Israel's rejected. And so now he's going to speak to them in parables. And now it's the time for Silly Song with Larry, the part of the show where Larry comes out and sings a silly song to tell people who's saved and who's not saved in the 21st century church. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no Come sense. On. Come on. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, the sower goes out to sow seed, and so yeah. uh, so we're going to uh, pick that up mm-hmm. next time, uh, and we're going to talk about how these parables that Jesus is telling in the in mm-hmm. chapter 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's really helpful because the disciples ask him, mm-hmm. why are you preaching in parables? He says, I'm going to tell you. So he's going to explain yeah, it, yeah, which is yeah. really helpful. Well, and spoiler alert here. Yeah. I mean, it it may, just, just so that our listeners understand, we kind of prepare them, what you have been taught about parables and going through the Word, don't be surprised if you may have to rethink according to the text. Yeah, and, and just yeah. because I just we have we've all just grown accustomed to what we've been taught. Yeah, and um, I just I just want to encourage our listeners yeah. to let the story be revealed as the author intended. You don't need a commentary yes. to interpret parables. What you right. need is the verse right before the parable. Exactly. What's going on? Right. You know, these people have a problem with Jesus, yeah. and so Jesus says, "Let me address the problem by telling you a story." Yeah. I, yeah. I love this one. One more before we finish. Uh, there's this great one over here in, in Luke. Uh, it's, uh, Jesus is, is, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just smile. Uh, he's, uh, he's over there. This is in Luke chapter 14. And, and he began speaking a parable to the invited guests who noticed when mm-hmm. he noticed that they were picking out their places of honor. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're mm-hmm. all taking their seat and, and, uh, and, 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 and what they're doing is they're exalting themselves. Mm-hmm. And so through the parable, this is where we, we kind of got the end of that. Right. Everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, humbled, will be exalted. In chapter 18, this is where it begins. For right. everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. In other words, they're exalting themselves by walking in, assuming they're at the right, you know, they get to sit at the place of authority and they're being Seats told to honor. move down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of, uh, and uh, he went on to say to the invited guests, right? So here's what you do. Mm-hmm. Here's how you invite. You don't invite your friends, all your rich Relatives. This is what the Pharisees are doing. They're inviting all their friends and their mm-hmm. rich relatives, their fellow, you know, highfalutin, you know, robe-wearing Jews. But here's who you invite. You invite invite the tax gatherers and the sinners, the crippled, the lame, mm-hmm. the blind, right? And when those who were reclining at the table heard this, right? Remember, we're mm-hmm. still at the table. Yeah, Jesus is telling this story, mm-hmm. uh, and one says, "Blessed is everyone who eats bread in the kingdom of God." And he turns to them and he tells a story. And I summarize mm-hmm. this. He says. Let me tell you about a story about why you're not going to be eating bread in the kingdom. <laughs> it's just such a direct shot. I mean, yeah, it's a shot yeah. right across the bow, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you are invited and you're not coming, right? Right. And so, uh, because you rejected, um, uh, we're bringing in here the poor and the lame and the blind mm-hmm. and the crippled, all mm-hmm. those ones that you didn't invite, and you didn't care about, and you're not coming. They're coming. They're in. coming in, mm-hmm. and there's still room for more. We're still right. going to go out in the highways and the byways. And they're going to be eating, but you're not. Right. That's the problem. You're right. not getting in. Right. right. Uh, and so, anyway. Okay. So that's what we're doing with uh, with our parables, and, and they're just going to flow right along. So if you want to interpret the parables, just read, read right before the, read and the, read right after. Yeah. 
keep this keep the scene going, so mm-hmm. to speak. Jesus is telling a story within a story, mm-hmm. and that's the point. That's great. Okay. Well, thank you, David. And I'm looking forward to getting back into Matthew. I encourage our listeners uh, to go back and reread. Uh, get up to speed with where we are as we move into the parables. Be moving into Matthew chapter 13. 13 and so time. looking forward to it. Thank you, David. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. For more information, download our app. If you have any questions or desire to continue our discussion from today's topic, send an email to teachmethebible at championfellowship.org. Remember, your belief drives your behavior. See you next time.